0: Welcome to It's Always Day One. My name is George Reed, a former Amazonian turned Amazon consultant. Each week on the podcast, you're going to hear industry experts, brand owners, and Amazon employees share their answers to the basic yet fundamental questions you should be asking yourself about your Amazon business. Now, let's jump in. Hey everyone, experimenting a new episode type where I'm going to try doing solo episodes. Diving deep into a particular topic, today I'm going to kick off with an A-plus deep dive, looking at some things that you need to be aware of whenever you're creating A-plus content, as well as some best practices and some fundamentals that you want to be including in each A-plus page, plus a few data points as well that it's good to note why you should be creating this A-plus. Hopefully you enjoy it. Share some feedback with me via email at hello at georges.blog or just ping me a message on LinkedIn. Cheers. So I want to spend five, 10 minutes just talking about the impact A plus content you can have on your Amazon listing and go through some best practices with you. Unlike Norman, I'm not freestyling this. I've got some notes to help you along the way. So it should be a little bit more structured and should hopefully be a little bit shorter than me waffling. So first and foremost, let's kick off with the impact that A-plus can have on your Amazon listing. Now, Amazon themselves have come out and said it can have a 3 to 10% increase in sales. This was on my YouTube video some time ago. Those figures are going to differ massively based on the actual category based on the product and many other factors okay so we can see it going up or down so massively about that 10 percent, as well as below that three percent perhaps the reality is though it's difficult to understand the overall impact that a plus content is going to have as the data is simply not available you think about the bigger picture if a plus is done really well we sell a consumer on our brand we build a connection with them right off the detail page and that connection might not actually be possible without really engaging rich content. This content can then lead to higher repeat purchases and an increased customer lifetime value. So that is difficult to measure. That 3 to 10% is just a guide but what we can actually just do is look at what's the impact on the overall business just by looking at how our sales change and they can get a kind of gut vibe for it. Additionally, we can see an increase in things like basket size if possible, where you've got a range option, you're not necessarily going to be able to see all of that information. So the best thing to do is look at the overall sales of your account um, and see what impact that has had. Okay, now we've got that coffee delivered and we're back recording again, I believe. Yeah, we're going. Another thing is thinking about the impact of A-plus on your searchability. So a lot of people feel that they can cram keywords into the A-plus thinking that it's going to help with their organic ranking on Amazon, but the algorithm isn't actually indexing it. We've heard that they're indexing the some of the alt text available, but the actual keywords and copy that you put inside aren't indexed. So there isn't too much point in including that. It is indexed in Google, we have seen that, but it isn't necessarily indexed in Amazon. Plus it creates a pretty terrible experience and you've got ample opportunity to get your keywords in with the bullets and the title. So you should probably just do it there. Now, remember, if we just think about ranking for a moment and we talk about that topic, ranking is obviously determined by relevance, how relevant your product is for a particular search term. So when someone is searching, they're looking to produce the algorithm that is the most relevant items. Now, that's determined by three factors from what we know, three core factors, clicks, conversions, and sales. I like to keep it nice and simple. There are others that come into that, but that's a good starting point. So if you achieve high clicks and then high add to basket, which is the conversion and then high checkout, which is the sale um, for a particular search term, then you're going to go up the rankings. Now A plus can impact your conversion rate, which in turn is going to have an impact on your sales rank because your conversion rates are going up, that conversion is sale piece so people are adding more, therefore your relevance for those search terms are going to go up. A plus also can have an impact on your reviews. Now, strong A plus content actually educates the customer, educates the prospect if they've not become a customer on the uses and the benefits. Now, this education essentially reduces friction and reduces the likelihood of a negative review. It also increases the likelihood of a positive one because they know what to expect upon delivery. Their demands are met. Their experience is therefore improved. Now, increasing positive reviews and decreasing negative reviews is obviously going to help with your overall review score. Products with a better review scores and higher or more reviews have a higher ranking on Amazon because they're getting more clicks, right? And they're getting more conversions to sales. That flywheel kicks in. So the relevance ultimately increases and that compounding effect is that flywheel effect. Now, it's very difficult to put an impact on A+. Um, we can look at increased conversion rates. We can look at increased sales, increased sales rank, increased reviews, repeat purchases. But it's quite difficult to visualize that flywheel. There is certainly an element of trusting the system, I would say. And you can't attribute being nice on the phone to customers to growing 50% year over year. Okay, that's a classic example. Okay, If you're answering customer queries really well, you're really nice on the phone to be helping out a lot, it's kind of a qualitative measure. It's difficult to measure that unless you're asking customers for feedback. So some things you just have to kind of know and trust. Quick one who's eligible for a plus content. I'm just going through my list um, It's currently available for brand registered sellers. It's also available for brands on the Amazon launchpad program I'm now seeing brands eligible for if they're on launchpad being out for a plus premium um, But I wouldn't recommend going for that launchpad program anyway, but that's a different discussion I think it's just better to go through brand registry um, If you're in a hurry now, what's the purpose of A plus on Amazon? Let me have another slip of coffee and pause this. So the purpose overall is to drive the flywheel effect that we discussed earlier on. If we look at each component though, let's try and assess the, the purpose of each component. And this is where the, the text and the script makes my life a little bit easier. So if we think about part number one, we're doing or performing with, we're, we're giving them richer explanations of the product benefits. So, a feature is obviously something that the product has, but the features don't necessarily matter that much. Whereas the benefit tells us what impact a feature actually has. What is the outcome of having that feature? So the feature, for instance, of my Microsoft Arc mouse is it snaps flat, right? That's great. That is a feature that it goes flat from that position. Okay. The benefit is that slides into my pocket pretty nicely. Um, and the screen froze for a second. Okay, so that is the benefit. So it slides into my pocket or my back. So what we're looking to do is educate them on the features a little bit more by providing richer explanations. And A-plus allows us to reinforce those benefits a little bit further down the page. It also allows us to kind of utilize the space we've got with the banner or the longer, bigger, um, bigger kind of section of the page to showcase the benefit perhaps in a different way. Um, and it makes it easier for prospects to envisage that benefit more easily. If that is achieved, the conversion rate goes up, that flywheel kicks in. Another area we can look at is how to use, so not all products are going to be simple to use. Your customers may also not be savvy, I should we say. So if they're confused about how it can benefit them, or they can't visualize the steps required to achieve the benefit, they're less likely to A, continue with the purchase, B, use the product as intended and experiencing the benefits, they're also more likely to have a poor product experience. So that kind of all kind of comes together. If they don't understand how to use it, the likelihood of them having a poor experience is reduced. If they do understand how to use it, the likelihood of a better experience increases. A plus also increases the chance of a user imagining and achieving that positive experience. So increasing conversion, increasing reviews and decreasing negative reviews. So increasing positive, decreasing negative because they're able to imagine and achieve that positive experience internally beforehand. Another section you can think about when you're creating this A-plus is your brand story. Now, we want to develop a connection with the customer. I always look at invoking an emotion by answering essentially why you exist. Why should they buy from you and your brand as opposed to a Chinese manufacturer, for instance, which may be slightly cheaper. Now, we want to be treating A-plus as a touchpoint. Use it to essentially be unforgettable. Use it to build a tribe. Use it to humanize your brand for your prospect. Now A-plus should be achieving all of those pieces if achieved with that brand story piece You're able to drive those conversions up because they can buy more in. You can drive basket size up because they're more intrigued about what other products you have because they just like you, which in turn drives up lifetime value because they're always looking for what other options you have they want to buy from you again. And it builds ambassadors and spreads word of mouth. In essence, that flywheel is spinning with that brand story being reinforced which follows up quite nicely to that option where we can showcase the range. I'm not going to stop for a coffee, I'll continue. Now, now maybe product A doesn't necessarily solve the customer's problem, but product B might. And this happens quite a lot in the makeup industry, for instance, or cosmetics or let's say moisturizer. You could have different thicknesses of moisturizer. Product A, the the thin or low density moisturizer may perhaps not be exactly the problem solver that they're looking for but if you are able to showcase your range we've got a thicker option which is more suitable for them and you're doing that and conveying that in a suitable way it could then transfer that customers so you're still getting the conversion or b could perhaps actually solve the problem or another problem that they have as well so a solves the problem but b which you've introduced them to which is the ear moisturizer as opposed to cheap moisturizer could solve another problem they haven't thought about. Customers are always looking for solutions to their problems. Some of those problems they are aware of, some of them they are not aware of. So some solutions they already know, some they don't. And it's important for us to think about how we can incorporate um, and work from the customer backwards to understand what other problems they may have and do that within A plus to then obviously cross-sell. Additionally, if your why aligns with that customer and you understand their problems or problem, then they can build trust with you. And if they trust you, they're more likely to trust your other solutions as well. Finally, it's that cross-selling opportunity, which I've said a couple of times before, it drives customers to buy into your brand a bit more, which increases the basket size. So maybe they're looking for one, or there's a bundle option, or there's um, a kind of a gift pack, which has got three different things. Hey folks, it's George here. I'd like you to check out my new site, georges.blog. It's where you can find all of my famous weekly emails as well as how we can work together. To repeat, that's georges.blog. Now, let's carry on with the episode. So, hopefully that gives you a few different ideas. Now we're going to look a little bit into why does A+, or what does A+, look like in practice? Let me pause. Okay, we're back in. Now I want to break this up into when we're thinking about how A plus looks in practice into two different areas. I want to go macro and then I want to go micro. So if we think about macro, that's those top level A plus strategies to follow. So first and foremost, I've got, it gets a little bit mucky here, it's not quite as clean, but high quality images or renders renders should be used if you're in the cpg category because they just really help you pop less is appropriate for some other categories but they really help kind of just level up your the quality of your content if not just high quality images also do the job great um, but you're only as good as your raw materials. And that is something I say to a lot of clients we work with. If you have poor images and you don't have 3D renders, then that's gonna have a negative impact on your A plus quality. Like you're only as good as the materials you're using to build it. So when we built A plus for people in a new beta that we've been trying, some of the clients it's been a little bit harder because they haven't had that content to give us. So you need those raw kind of ingredients. Next is landing page style. Now, this is something that I reinforce quite a lot. It's a personal opinion and it comes back to um, creating more of an experience rather than thinking about keywords. I like to think about Amazon a as one big landing page, an opportunity to create a landing page-like experience. So what we want to be doing is using those full width modules only where you've got a shorter full width module, um, which is a little bit narrower, shall we say, and then the, the longer full width module using them together, layering them on top of each other and utilizing just the background image. So it's just image, 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 rather than the text overlay they suggest. Using that and helping them blend together to create that landing page experience. I always recommend as well, during the design stage, building your A-plus in a page like that, putting it in a PDF so you can see how it works together rather than treating it as individual images, okay? And what you can also do with this kind of strategy is you can utilize um, multiple Modules across different listings, so you can have your Y module, and then you can repurpose it over there. So if you are looking to hire someone to help with A Plus, for instance, think about it not as just a one-time investment. Think about it as you're getting a banner, an image, which you can use multiple times over. Okay. Next point on the macro piece is mobile ready. That's a no-brainer. I'm not going to reinforce it, but essentially, always looking to kind of view how these images will look on mobile, otherwise it's just not going to work. I see many people, I actually saw Apple do it recently, put two big chunks of text inside of that, a big paragraph, quite difficult to read on mobile, something to be aware of. And the final piece is customizing A-plus for each ASIN. It can be uh, cheaper, it can be easier, quicker, to essentially mimic the same content over and over again, make it quite vague, shall we say. And sometimes it does work when we're just doing about your why. That is fine. But as a rule of thumb, all content should be consistent across your assets. Yes. But an A plus content should be similar. But the specifics for each ASIN wants to be unique. So that could be things about even child ASIN. You can play with the different colors, for instance, if you've got different colors. Or play with the different flavors, which therefore change the color as well. Just to create more of a unique experience. You can also you reuse modules, which I've made, uh, mentioned before, and when we create them, what we like to essentially do is think about templates. So we use this style, this template, like we do uh, an opening banner and then like a bigger one and then a smaller one, then a bigger one, etc., cetera, et cetera. You're looking to follow some sort of template just so you can rinse and repeat it and create a, a system or a mechanism for creating A+. Final macro piece is avoiding tax-based ta- tax? text-based modules. Now, they're not personalized. They're not on brand. It damages the overall feeling of the A-plus page. Plus, as I mentioned earlier on, it doesn't impact searchability. Those keywords don't matter. So we just don't want them in there, okay? It's like having someone else's font on your website. You just don't want it. Now let's look at the micro strategies for a little bit. One moment. Okay, we're back in the game. Micro is more about the specific A-plus strategies to follow. I mentioned a few of them above, but now let's go into a few more details. One is just focusing on the benefits rather than the features. Apple do this great. Go look at the video I put up the other day about Apple's latest A-plus page in Amazon Australia. It just really reinforces the benefits, not the features also thinking about the different content types. So I put some great examples of this from storefronts recently in this week's video as well, where we're looking at customer reviews. So building those customer reviews, putting them front and center that like you're proud of in your A+, big thumbs up there. Lifestyles, so putting that product in use essentially. So we're helping the customer at future pace to expand experiencing the benefits and the solution to your product infographics is obviously when we're thinking about some of those benefits and we're embedding them with keywords or words within the images again we're using our own fonts for things like this we're making it personalized making it specific to your brand but we're telling them these are some of the benefits of having this and owning this product that you can experience and we're doing it with kind of little single keywords or multi keywords rather than relying on the bullet points Storytelling, another good kind of overall piece. We're either telling the story of our brand or we're taking a story about someone owning the product. Comparison chart module, as discussed earlier on, great for cross-selling. What we can also do is use Amazon's own one to get those clicks, but there's other examples where you can just talk about other products in your range and you can dedicate a banner to that. Maybe you go, if you don't like this, you may like this for argument's sake and actually having that within your A+ unboxing also nice if you've got a nice unboxing experience it gets people excited about that process so here's what you're going to be receiving here's how you're going to be able to set it up and use it here's what day one's going to look like which then reinforces my next point which is how to use we're explaining first you're going to do this this works a lot in consumables um so you're going to apply a little bit to your finger then you're going to do this then you're going to do this Or you're going to make the perfect smoothie by adding it to this, 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 and you can create a real nice lifestyle shoot for that how to use. Now, as a rule of thumb, um, what we think about with banner one, that the first banner that we see on the A-plus is a pattern interrupt. And what I essentially mean by that is we're looking to contrast the white background color that we're going to be seeing around that. So... Above that first image, you're going to see some white. We need to contrast that ideally. So just thinking about how you can do that to grab that attention from day one. Now, final piece is why A-plus content on Amazon is an investment and why that's the mindset you need to have. So a lot of people, they think about it just as a cost, a straight-up cost, rather than thinking about you're investing essentially in the flywheel effect. That's how I like to think about it. We're adding fuel to the fire and we're going to watch that compound over time. So many brands I speak to are seeing as a sunk cost rather than an investment. Now, it may or may not achieve a positive return on the investment in the first month. More than likely, it probably won't, depending how big of a seller you are or a brand you are. But just like Amazon advertising, where you're investing in traffic, with A+, you're investing in conversion which obviously helps the traffic makes so much more sense. Now, you're investing in strong relationships with customers. You're investing in your brand image, and you're investing at lifetime value. Some of it is qualitative investment. It's difficult to see a, a key, like a, a specific ROI there. But if you look at kind of the macro figures of how is our account performing, six months after as an overall success, after we did A+, in every single product page, you're likely going to see the benefits there. Will it be easily attributable? Perhaps not, but that's where you will see the ROI as that flywheel is kicking in. And obviously what you need to be aware of is this investment compounds. Now, A-plus directly impacts the flywheel and the flywheel compounds over time. So as conversions go up, sales grow, basket size increases, repeat purchases come through, reviews increase, sales rank improves and your flywheel spins faster. Now this process is obviously on repeat. 1A plus may not need to be changed for two years and you've got therefore got two years of compounding effect until you need to go change it. Now if you do everything right, your your ROI on A plus should theoretically be huge because your investment can be quite small in comparison to that two years of compounding growth. And like I said before, you're not necessarily going to know that figure, but in theory, you should. Hopefully, this has been beneficial. 20 minutes of talking about A+, plus, but gives you a bit of structure. Um, if you want to need more help, just give us a shout. Cheers. Hey, guys, just a quick one. If you are enjoying the podcast and either have some actionable next steps or new ideas, I'd really appreciate if you could, one, subscribe to the show and leave us a review. These are really, really important to us as you probably know being in the Amazon world. And two, if you're looking for additional support with your brand, head over to the website. It's always day1.co.uk where we've got links to other resources. That's all for now guys, speak soon.